Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. drummer Jim Newson with Urban Tech Talk on the radio and the co-host your co-host for this hour is myself Jacqueline Taylor Adams. Hi Jim, how are you? I'm doing fine, Jackie. I'm so glad to see you back in pocket. How you like your new computer? I don't have a new one. I actually had to rent one. I just couldn't do it that one for a while. I hope next week I'm going to actually get a new computer. But I just, I'm so far behind. <laughs> so I said, I, 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 I have to. The, uh, we should put that up in the group and see who recommends the best computer for you. Uh, you know, whether it's talking about uh, laptops or, or desktops, uh, you know, they're pretty similar nowadays. The differences are kind of minute. Yes. Well, one thing I have learned in my computer search is that. Um, the Chromebooks and the Windows computer, they are great, but they really don't have a hard drive for you to have the ability to download. And, you know, with my um, desktop publishing that I do, um, I, everything is not um, the best for me to do online because, of you know, when I need to make a proposal pretty or, you know, different things. And um, when you need to do that extra, do business cards, any type, those things and all, online is not the best option, and you're very limited in what you can do. So in that vein, I need to be able to download software to be able to do those other things. Well, you sure know how to make a paper jump out and look pretty, that's for sure. (laughs) Now, I have found, okay, this is news. 
Um, I did just find, as a matter of fact, I signed up for 30 days free where you can get an online subscription for small um, Microsoft Office for small business. And I just started that yesterday, so I'm going to go through it, but you're supposed to be able to use the whole suite of software. Is so, that the um, new uh, cloud, cloud uh, office, office in the cloud, or is that just the standard software? Um. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I, I'm just, I, I saw it and I just, because they don't offer it on every level, but for the small businesses and for the home edition, it is offered where you pay monthly and, and you can connect in the cloud. Like right now, um, they even give you a website. So one of my, um, I have Taylor Adams Marketing that I was pointing to Taylor Adams for me. So I took the Taylor Adams Marketing and I'm putting it there. And I'm, you know, going through the step, um, through the process step by step. But it's done, it's um, Microsoft 365. And um, well, we're, so it's we're pulling gonna it all together. For, we're going to be looking for a report on you. I, I'm sure that all of us can learn a little bit. You've been known to do some in-depth research. <laughs> yeah, well, before you make that investment, you need to make sure that you're able to do you know, what you need to do, and as technology and things change so much, you need to know how to do it. So my initial look at a Chromebook and all, well, if I can only do it online, I need to be able to do work offline. So, you know, you know that is my personal biggest concern, that I can still do work offline, not just online. You know, because sometimes it may not necessarily have access to an Internet if I'm out, even if I'm taking it with me, but that does not mean I don't have work to do just because I'm not on the Internet, you know. <laughs> you know, writing and putting things together, editing and, uh, you know, a lot of, um, you know, building materials, if it's ebook editors, all of those type of things. And so, um, but, of course, if they make these, you know, new processes, they probably have answers to solving those problems. So it is definitely something to look at, you know, how do you transition if you're not just using the computer for games and TV watching and movie watching and you're um, actually doing especially design work. So that's interesting. But we have our, we already have two callers on the line. So we're going to get this show on the road. Today is really special because we received a special invitation from LaDonna JC. She has invited us to be speakers on the Social Media Live Summit. And what's exciting about it is actually a local access station in their area, and the event will be taking place um you know, at a hotel, it's an event, a conference, but um, they're promoting public access, and, and I think I will have LaDonna speak more to you about it because a lot of people may not know about public access and how the cable companies are required to give us access to stations to do our own local programming. But um, what they're going to do is stream the event via Ustream, so, um, and because of that, Jim and I, even though Jim is over in L.A., I'm here in Philadelphia, and um, I think the event is happening, is it in Maryland or Virginia, Jim? 
Uh, I, I'm not sure. Let's bring the the Dunya. We're gonna bring her uh, on. But even though we're all over, they're giving ex they're you know giving access for anyone and everyone to be able to partake in it. So LaDonna's going to let us know how you can, um, you know, sign up to make sure that you're in on it, how you can um, watch it, if you're able to answer questions, ask questions or not. So make sure as she speaks, any questions that you have about participating in the Social Media Live Summit, make sure you write them down. And you can call in to 646-716-7994. Again, the call-in number is 646-716-7994. So we have two callers. I'm just open up the line and see who everyone is. Hello? Hello, welcome to the Digital Drummer. Okay. Hello, hi. Is this LaDonna? Hi, yes, it is. This is LaDonna. How are you this evening? I'm doing wonderful. Welcome awesome. to the Digital Drummer. Thank you so much. This is an amazing opportunity. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, LaDonna, we we are, are, are happy and, and honored to have you on the show. Uh, our motto is discover Silicon Valley in your own backyard, meaning yes. that there's so many organizations and groups and people such as yourself that are out there working in the trenches every day uh, to uplift and improve our community. And we believe that there are, are people like you in every major city in this country and that we have the ability to do for ourselves using programs and services such as what you're talking about with the uh, public access program for the media summit that yeah. you put together. So we're really excited about this, and we're looking forward to participating, and we're hoping to help promote it in any way we can. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, but actually, I'm just really wanting everyone to know what it is about, you know, the Urban Tech Fair. I mean, it is just awesome. And, you know, to get it out into the community you know, so that everyone will know what it is, what it's about, how they can help. I mean, it's, I just think it's awesome. So, you know, I'm honored that, you know, you all said, yes, I was just ecstatic. So, you know, I'm the one. You know, I count this privilege, and I count well, it really, really a blessing to be able to do this. Well, as I tell people so often, you know, in the spirit of Ubuntu, the Urban Tech Fair is because of you. It's all about you, the community, the people, the services, the resources that are available in our own backyard. And we are simply a, a platform, a stage, a mouthpiece to showcase and highlight all the good work that's being done every day in our neighborhood, selfishly, tirelessly, <laughs> without pay by people such as yourself, and other technicians around the country that I, I see every day putting up good programs, scholarships, grants, business opportunities, but yet we seem to, as Jackie kind of intimated earlier, be more concerned with uh, using our digital devices as entertainment uh, instead of uh, productive tools. Right. Yes. Well, LaDonna, um, as we get started, uh-huh. We just like to always 
make sure that our audience can connect with our guests. So the world wants to know, who is LaDonna J.C.? LaDonna J.C. is really simple. I am the mother of two beautiful young people, and I am the owner of the Building Bridges Academy, which is a reading, finance, and technology company. And uh, it's really wanting to help change the course for our children. And um, I just think it's just so ironic how I ended up where I am now. And um, I got tired of being a complainer. And we can all compl- we can all complain, and there's much to complain about. But I just saw a need and just decided that, hey, doing something was better than doing nothing. So, you know, from there, it's just um, how the academy came to be. And it could not have been um, in existence without, you know, the help of so many people. And in particularly, I have to give credit to Mr. Larry Horsey, who even gave us a home. So, you know, there's just so many people involved. Um, It's not just me, you know, out front, but there's just so many people along the way uh, who have helped, you know, to get to where things are today. I'm sorry, LaDonna, did you say uh, the Academy was a rating and finance company? I didn't catch that completely. Reading, finance, and technology for students. Oh, reading. Yes. Reading, okay. Yes. So we, prom- we support literacy uh, in all facets, uh, especially with the changing economy. Yes. I tell people all the time about products of the mind, those things that you can conceive in your mind and manifest through technology and then market and sell around the world with the press of a button. And yes. e-books are definitely one of those products. Uh, I had a discussion uh, this week with some of my friends that were talking about the changes that are going on in education as they begin yes. to digitize and move towards tablets. Yes. And yet we don't see any uh, 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 black... Uh, 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 teachers or, or, or writers creating new content from an Afrocentric perspective for ebooks for the school. Uh, what's your opinion on, on those changes that are happening with the new Common Core standards and the the changes from books to tablets in our school system? Um, what you're saying is so. I mean, it's just so on point, and unfortunately, we are behind. We really are behind. Um, and again, it's more—it's kind of more of the same, where this is what we're being given, and it's what we accept. And we need to be in the conversation. We need to be relevant, and we need to be participatory in this process. And we need to be producers instead of being on the back end of receiving and consuming, like we do so many other things. So I, you know, I agree with you, and that's I guess with the Building Bridges Academy, that's what I'm hoping to impact. Because first, let's get them in so that you know they can read to be able to create and to use their minds and the critical thinking that is required. Because it's not that they can't do it. Let's help them. Let's help get the doors open. Let's help get the windows open so that they can come to the table, so they can be relevant, so they can be producers. I agree so uh, uh, 
so completely with you. Uh, one of my uh, pet peeves with the educational K through 12 educational system is that uh, high school graduates have never seen a, a balance sheet and right. don't know uh, the basics of, of of how to put together a business proposal or prospectus. And yeah. uh, business and finance is so key. Yeah. You know, even the college students, in terms of uh, of, of doing the research for college loans and being able able to factor interest rates and and, and the repayment plans, you know, finance is so cru- crucial yeah. in our community that yeah. we need to understand it totally. So I, I applaud what you're doing with the academy. Tell us more. How long has the academy been around? Um, the academy actually uh, it was something I started in my home, and it was simply started, like I said, because. Um, there was a need. My son at the time, who was in high school, he wanted to take some engineering system classes. And we ran into a roadblock with a counselor who, you know, tried to decide that she wanted to take his dream. And um, finally, you know, after some time back and forth and having to, you know, override her decision, we got him into that program And I said, well, I'm an advocate for my child, but so many other children nowadays, they don't have it. What can I do to help them, you know, over be over this hurdle so they can get to where they need to be? And that's just really how it started for me, you know, to want to do something to help them because I don't believe we have a right to shut a child's dream down. So... Let's do something to help repair them. And unfortunately, some of our children, they get to high school and they still can't read. And it's not that they can't do it. It's just that they've missed some, you know, crucial tools along the way. So I thought, well, let's just fill in the gap and then watch them take off. I mean, there's nothing like, there's absolutely nothing like when you see that light go on and it's like, oh, my God. And the world opens up to them. So as the world opens up to them, then opportunities open up to them. So, you know, that's how this process began with the Building Bridges Academy. Now, our our program is uh, recorded and available on uh, YouTube and is archived through our our Blog Talk radio show. So uh, tell uh, our listeners... Uh, how they can contact you, what city you're located in, and how they can support what you're trying to do. Um, I am in the city of Richmond, Virginia, and you can. I have a Facebook uh, fan page, the Building Bridges Academy, there, and the website, the new website anyway, will be up in a couple of weeks. So they can reach me there, or they can reach me by phone. I can leave my phone number. Is that okay to do that? Yes. If okay. it's okay with you, remember, anybody can hear it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and our phone number is 804-461-6799. So if you call us and you leave us a message, we will definitely call you back. But um, on Saturdays at the Academy, we offer the junior financial classes. So we only ask that you register, and again, you can just go to the Facebook page and you can just register so that we can be prepared when you come in on Saturdays. And particularly with the parents, 
um, you know, bring your questions and see what it is that your child is learning because this impacts the entire family, not just your students. You know, growing up, whenever I was involved in something, you know, my parents were there to know and see what was going on. So it's the family. It's the family unit that's going to benefit, that's going to be impacted. So, you know, that's there um, every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. so that our children can be prepared, you know, for the finances. So once they create this, digital product, then they will have the wherewithal and they will have the financial literacy to be able to sustain. And, you know, this is part of leaving a deposit in the earth for the next generation. So that's how we build it, one family at a time. Well, I like what you said earlier about being an advocate for your child. You yes. know, it is the responsibility of parents to educate their kids, not the school system. The yeah. school system is just the facilitator. And yeah. one of the issues that we're dealing with here in California as we convert over to tablets is that in the past, parents that have been able to uh, work with their kids on their homeworks and their different projects are now having to go through the same learning curve the kids are relative to the use of, of apps and tablets and being able to uh, download programs and go to uh, locate online uh, resources and help. Now, I noticed that you uh, you spoke about financial literacy, but on the digital side, why don't you tell us some of the things that your academy is doing to help uh, not only the students but the parents as well improve their digital skills? Um, well, what we're doing on the digital side, on the technology piece, is with uh, through the robotics, where, you know, it's just simply with the, the Legos, and, you know, how they're learning to code and build and cause it to move here and move there. So on the technology side of it, that's where we are with that. So as parents come in and they are coaches and they volunteer and help, you know, with that, that's where we are on the technology side. I love it, a full family experience. Yes, absolutely. Wow, that's that's really really great, Ladonna. We actually um, made sure we included that in um, a portion of the Urban Tech Fair during the seven day on the when the fair is on the ground during the seven days on that Saturday. We call it STEM. It's a family affair. Yeah. Because you know they're talking about STEM, STEM, STEM. And one of the biggest complaints we've been hearing about are from from educators and people with uh, special programs, even when, um, you know, children have access to these programs, they're not supported at home so they don't become successful. Because, you know, when they first come home talking about a game, you're not playing no game. You better do some real homework (laughs) or, you know, you know, the parents aren't, they, they, it's so far removed from them that they're not there to support and then um, those children aren't being successful. So as we talk about this thing STEM, in order for parents to really understand what it means and, and the significance and what role it really plays, 
they have to be educated in the same manner. So um, on our STEM day, we call a family affair. STEM is a family affair. And we have, um, you know, live and interactive demonstrations, but it's everything is for the families. And then um, we give away, like, family passes to museums and different things so that, you know, the family go out and experience these things together. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's so important. So that is so great that you're doing that. So, um, LaDonna, well, we, we, we're we not sure. Where um, where is this located? Where is the academy located? Um, I, like I said, I'm in Richmond, Virginia. And Virginia. the address is 21 Buford Road in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. So now, now you know, uh, that we do have a uh, urban tech fair team in uh, D.C., and one of our members, one of our leaders, uh, uh, Bonnie, um, I can't think of Bonnie's last name right now. Yes. Is a Bonnie Bracey, is a, or is, we got two of them? Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, is a specialist in education. So we've oh. got to make sure that we hook the two of you up together. Awesome. Yeah. And if you just search um, in the Facebook group for the Urban Tech Fair, if you search search for Bonnie Bracy, you will see all of her posts. And she's in a D.C. area as well. But um, you will see all of her posts, um, her educational posts. She posts a lot of resources and things. Because LaDonna is also a member of the group. Yes, yeah. I've seen LaDonna's posts before, you know, yeah. and... I tell people all the time uh, that the urban tech fair is an interactive movement. It's a movement of the people. And it's the content, you, the information that you post about uh, your summit and about your academy and about what's happening in Richmond is what gives value uh, to our, our group on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google+. Yes. Now, uh-huh. LaDonna, yes. yes, I just wanted to know, um, how did the summit come about? How did you connect with the summit? Did you create the summit? Did you build the summit? You, how did the summit come about? Um, I definitely cannot take credit for um, coming up with or building it. Um, actually, the creator of the summit is Ms. Rita Moore. And... Um, the intent uh, for the summit uh, was really how to um, teach business owners how to use social media properly to conduct business virtually, and that was the that's the intent of the summit. The purpose of the summit is to provide value, strategies, tools to help individuals and business owners. I mean, it's you know, social media. Yes, it says social. But it's really, you know, as we're going now through the, the digital times that, you know, in order to grow and expand our businesses, you know, not just locally and here within the country, but, but internationally, really, we, we really need to understand how to use social media properly. And so that was the purpose of it. And the goal is really to provide solutions to 
people in varying industries which help business owners move forward, grow, and expand their business. So, you know, this came from the brainchild of Ms. Rita Moore, and I just jumped in to do whatever I could, you know, to help her bring this to life and, you know, just whatever needs to be done. So absolutely not. This is not my baby, but it is my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. That is great, and those are the kind of things we need to do. And... um, now, where is the summit taking place? The summit is going to take place at Heroes Academy, which is here in Richmond. It's actually in the same building where I am, but it's housed in Heroes Academy because it's large enough to accommodate um, the face-to-face persons who will be there because you're going to have people also uh, face-to-face as well as the live stream. So while we're streaming, Comcast will be there recording, and then they are going to replay the summit again. Okay, great. great. That's a great uh, example of transmedia. Uh, yes. You can take uh, content and move it from one platform to another yes. simultaneously. Yes. And a great way of, of demonstrating the, the power of uh, community action through uh, networks freely available, or not necessarily freely, but uh, uh, affordable uh, services such as uh, uh, public access and social media. Yes. Mm-hmm. And can you talk to us a little bit about public access and what is the relation of the public access to the summit and the um the global streaming. But first talk about, for those who may not know, what is public access? Um, The public access um, here, particularly in the Richmond area, is the programming based on the time that's allotted to the community, which um, is used pretty, pretty regularly and pretty consistently here in this area but not in the way that it's going to be used for the summit. Usually with the public access, you know, people use it more for entertainment, but not so much as for education and connecting the community. And I think that's what's different about the summit um, and with public access um, with this event. Yeah. Now, is there uh, a cost to participate in the summit, or is it a a, a free event? Uh, what's the crowd size that you're looking at attending? Um, no, there is not a cost. Uh, you only have to go online to register, and once you register, you will receive the link where you can have the event streamed either through your PC, your laptop, your notebook, or evil, you know, or even your mobile device. So there isn't um, a cost associated with it. And right now what we're looking at, um, an estimated audience of about 4,000 people. Can you give us the URL again so that uh, our uh, listeners and those people that download the program later can be able to uh, sign up? What's the specific URL? Yes, it is uh, www.socialmedialivesummit.com. And when you go there, 
to the site where you can register, put in your name, uh, your email, and your phone number. And once you register, then you will receive the link. So if you want to view it on your mobile device, if you want to view it from your laptop or PC, which is why we ask for both, for your email and for uh, your phone number. Great. Now, um, I think it's very innovative what you're doing with the public access, and it's definitely needed um, for us to to branch out and not to, you know, stay so close. You know, even though there's excellent programming on public access, because it's local, um, it, it is really, you know, confined. You know, if you're not in that region, like even um, the public access stations that I may access, say, on Verizon are not the same public access stations that can be accessed on Comcast, and we could both live within the same city next door to one another. Exactly. So I, um, I just think that's just a great idea to also stream, and it brings a wider audience and, and, and more recognition um, even to the providers. And, um, and there's an opportunity to leverage that, you know, for Comcast. <laughs> I would definitely leverage it <laughs> into yeah. a relationship with uh, possible uh, sponsorship. <laughs> yes. Let me ask this, uh, I understand that you guys are using uh, Ustream as your uh, your video streaming platform. Yeah. And there's so many different choices out there. Uh, what made you decide to go with Ustream versus uh, uh, a Google Hangout or YouTube or, or, or one of the other uh, platforms that are available? Well, the decision with the Ustream, actually I wasn't a part of that. And based on pretty much the location of where it was and with the Comcast coming in, they thought that it would be the best platform to use via um, YouTube and with the Google Hangout. And because the Google Hangout was still kind of new to a lot of people, not really knowing how to use it. Um, yeah, quite, yeah, I think that's... Yeah. You know, you want people to be able to view it without the glitches that, mm -hmm. you know, you may encounter more of um, than with the Ustream. So that's why that is yeah, that's true. Where you know, um, when you're doing a Google Hangout, there there are definitely glitches. It yeah. still doesn't work out. And plus, in a, a Google Hangout gym is limited to an audience of ten. If you want to expand on that or actually stream across YouTube, it's possible, but you have to meet certain criteria. So you may have to have a certain number of subscribers. I'm not sure the criteria, but to stream across YouTube, anyone can't just stream across YouTube at any time. You have to either have so many followers or subscribers. They they have a um, a threshold that you have to reach to be able to stream across YouTube directly. Mm -hmm. um, Ustream is the most common. Um, now, a platform like Livestream does the same thing as Ustream, but you can also record it. Right. Where um, Ustream, you don't have the ability to record it. But um, there are different, you know, platforms out there. But Ustream is the most popular and one of the first platforms that allowed 
um, public um, streaming for free where people could come across and, and do it free. And I have to admit, um, Ustream and Livestream is great, but those are probably the two best platforms, as she stated, without the glitches. The other platforms still have glitches to work out, and it's not as easy. You know, there are a couple little jumps or things that the viewers have to go through, so Ustream is really a great choice. That's why... um and then with the um, with the Comcast coming in, I think, like I said, it hasn't been used this way before. So I think that's why the decision was to go this route. Mm-hmm. Now, Comcast has been doing some uh, uh, great work uh, in the community with their uh, uh, essentials, Comcast Essentials program, where they're providing uh, – uh, low-cost access to the Internet, and they're working with the school systems as well as small business. Are they going to be involved uh, more in the summit other than a a, uh, a service provider, or are they also going to have people on the panel talking about the services they provide to the community? Um, no, just the technicians are going to be there, um, the producers for um, public access are going to be mm-hmm. there. Uh, in terms of, you know, them, what their work is in the community, no. Yeah. See, this is where they get the leverage for the next summit. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. This is where you get to go back and leverage. Right. But, you know, it, it's just great and wonderful to come up with innovative, you know, thinkers and innovative people who are providing um, real need services to the community, you know, and they're on the front line, understanding, you know, the minds and the needs, you know, of the people and actually addressing them because sometimes there are so many programs and different things out here that really don't help and really do not address, you know, the needs. I was surprised how hard it was for me to find a low-cost computer, I really was. When there was supposed to be all of these different programs and these things, I was really it was really hard to find. It's like one place that it really came down to that, you know, actually really offered something. But there's like talk here and if you go here and then you go you know, by the time you go around everything, you're just going around the mulberry bush. So, um a lot of times, you know, they have these various programs and they say a lot of things, but when you really get down to it, they're not, you know, really, sometimes they're not really providing real services or sometimes things become trendy and everybody's offering the same things. So right. then there's a big gap left in other areas, you know. Right. Because this is a trend. We're all going to offer this, and everybody jumps on that bandwagon, but then there's a big need gap that's just being ignored to, um, you know, help, as you say, you know, those bridges. That's really what you're doing. You're, you're providing bridges and access to those other places that they say, oh, we've established this, but then everyone's on this side, and we, okay, you've established it, but how do we even get to it? So um, that's really, really wonderful. So, um, LaDonna, um, have you always been um, living in Richmond, Virginia? Um, I have been. I was born here and raised here and 
actually, when I tell people, they say, really? And I said, yeah, I've been here all my life. That wasn't my but been here all my life. Well, Richmond is a, a, a beautiful city, and, you know, I love the uh, uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, and uh, there's just so much happening and so many people there, and it's such a, a productive, proactive, and, and and aware community. Has the community responded well to uh, uh, the summit? Uh, have you been hearing any good feedback? Um, I have through the people that I've talked with, you know, face-to-face because this is the first time that we've done it. Um, it's, it's been received very well. Um, you know, I've, I've heard just, you know, good things like, I can't wait. Yeah, this is going to be nice. And, you know, it's just surprising to me um, just really how well-received it has been. So, you know, we're well, really glad about that. You know, the, the significant thing is uh, what you said earlier and what I often say to people is start where you're at when you said that you're going to do something, even if it was a small something, and now it's grown into a big something. And people never know what their little efforts or visions or intentions may bring about as it affects the wider community. So we have to applaud you. Well, like I said, this, you know, um, in terms of the building bridges, um, it, it was just, you know, something that just needed to be done. It was just my little thing to do. And, you know, here with the summit, um, I just consider myself a help, you know. Um, like I said, Rita Moore, this was this was her baby. This was her brainchild, you know, it coming to tuition. So, I mean, to fruition, I'm sorry. So, you know, I, I wish she was here so that she could really speak to you more about it, um, you know, that, you know, her dreams are, you know, moving forward and, and coming forward and, you know, the next one and the next one and the next one. And if you could hear and see the excitement that, you know, she has, um, you know, for this and the opportunity really to build more community within the businesses, you know, where we can all grow and where we can all impact positively our communities at large, you know, um, I think it's just an awesome thing that, you know, she came up with this, and I'm just truly blessed to be able to help Well, you. it's definitely a, a needed service. I have so many people that have small business, photography businesses, graphic businesses, and they say to me, Jim, how do you tweet? And I say, well, how do you talk? That's all right. tweeting is. <laughs> it's being able to, you know, convey your message in 120 characters or when you go to uh, a, a social networking platform like Facebook or LinkedIn, being able to join groups of like-minded people and talk about the, the your goods and services and help others. As Jackie often reminds me, you know, social networking is a two-way street. It's not always about you. Right. It's about who you can help and how you can support the efforts of the group as a whole. Yes, exactly. And also, what's it's always key in any great relationships and in business, your goal is to develop relationships. Yes. Is listening, and that's the yes. great thing that social media can allow you to do is to listen. This is probably the biggest thing I would just impress upon people: listen, read people's posts, 
and respond, listen to what is actually being said. Mm-hmm. And then if you're getting emotionally, especially in a negative way, if you write it, don't hit send. Get it out. <laughs> go back, edit. <laughs> And then, you know, like take your emotions out. But just if you listen to people, people will tell you what they want, how they think, how they feel. Join in conversations that are relevant, you know, with your audience. And when it comes to Twitter, that sometimes can be hard for people to engage because you really do have to engage. And this is the one thing I really learned about Twitter, where I may have a few thousand followers, I realize I have a whole bunch of followers that I don't really want to follow. You know, the automatic follow back came in, and, you know, I find that I'm following people I don't want to follow. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a bunch of content that, that's really not of value to me. Mm-hmm. So I took off that automatic follow back. I unfollow people, but and then I search out people who have content and information that I want to engage and um, and then also, if you have a personal Twitter, and if you're representing your business, you know you have to you know be mindful when you're having personal conversations, and then at the same time when you're having business conversations, yeah. and you know know who your audience is. You know, just you know, I work. You know, my goal is to reach out and connect with a lot of um, marketing directors. Well, they may not so much always, even though Twitter is more social, so sometimes you do have social content, but there are certain things, um, you know, like saying this brand, that, that brand, that, that brand, that. I wouldn't probably want to have be too brand-oriented in my conversations. Right. Like say, oh, I personally like, you know, because then what happens is I may, well, if they're a supporter of this brand, then I'm not interested in doing business or they don't feel I'm a person to do business with. So sometimes you do have to be, you know, mindful of why you're on there. But the great thing about it, you can just do separate accounts. <laughs> so, you know, you can do account for yourself and then you can talk about all your music, all the different things and all you like or all of those type of things, or if you just want to do for your business, then conversations around being professional and what's going on in your industry and asking questions. But that's just the biggest thing on social media. Listen, read those conversations. It's great information. Sometimes I could spend a whole day just retweeting all the great things I see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I often tell people, never say anything online that you wouldn't say in a crowded room. You know, you, <laughs> you've always got to be aware that it never goes away. It's going to be there, and somebody's reading it. It's actually somebody on the other side of that screen. Yeah. If it's of interest, of value, and of concern to you, the Internet is so big that there are hundreds of thousands of people that feel the same way you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a great tool, but it is. It's great to get down to our um, people that don't use it, but they need to understand how to use it and use it effectively for their business. And what is so great about retail store owners and social media is what they call location-based marketing. Use that point-of-sale display. You had those counters when people are standing in lines or if it, even your display signs 
have them, you know, you know, text that you were if you say that you were here, you know, all of those places from um it was Foursquare or all of those different even Facebook, every place Twitter you can say where you are. Have people text that they're in your place of business when they're there. And if they do, give them some type of reward for it. If it's a discount or a discount off their next purchase or if you bring a friend and y'all tweet that y'all were here, that is one of the best advantages of social media for retail outlets is location-based marketing. And Uh, you just can't beat it. I don't know if uh, uh, you picked up on it uh, last week, Jackie, but I did a, uh, a post on uh, GPS and uh, location-based uh, 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 marketing. And my point beyond the fact that, you know, it's coming and it's ubiquitous, when you walk down the street or into a major mall or a big box store, your phone rings, and they know that you're there and they're letting you know about discounts and other products of interest that, you know, you purchased in the past. Now, I know some people have concerns about uh, security and and privacy, but it also can be used in the form of guerrilla marketing. If you're putting together uh, uh, location-based posts and so forth so that when somebody walks up to uh, Starbucks coffee, then their phone rings and you, you tell them about your coffee at another location. So, you know, it's a a two-way street. You can use uh, location-based GPS marketing uh, to reach out and actually get new businesses from your competitors. Yes. And and I'd just like to put a warning because my friend had actually mentioned this, and then we always got to consistently warn our young people because I think they're born with, you know, they're born with this technology. I think when they come out, they know how to use it. And they depend, um, they relate so much. But common sense has to come into play. Yeah. And the common sense is you don't tweet every time where you are, every place you go. Right. You know, you, you know, you have to use common sense. Right. You know, um, you know, but for the business, you know, you're just encouraging the people out of there to let people know that you're there, they're buying something. And it just shows activity at that location. And, you know, when people see things are going on, they want to know what it's about. And and while we're here, just to share with you, LaDonna, and hopefully you can share it with your audience at the summit, Eric Hamilton, and you can also find him at the um, Urban Tech Fair, he has an app called app. And exactly how it sounds, aroundthewayapp.com. And it is an app that you can download for free on Android or iPhone to Mm -hmm. find out black-owned businesses um, wherever you are. Okay. So wherever you go, whether you're local, far away, you can find out what black-owned businesses are in that area, and it's free for the businesses to sign up for a basic listing. Awesome. So, you know, definitely let them know that they can sign up their their black-owned business, sign up for free, and um, then encourage people to use it. So then that means if they're in the area and they're using their Roundaway app, it will let them know what type 
what businesses, what type of businesses, how far away, you know, wherever people, wherever you go. So even when people are traveling out of town, and again, this can really help increase local outreach and encourage, you know, um, new people out of town because Richmond, Virginia, and almost most of our towns are tour, you know, tourist areas. Right. But Richmond is definitely a tourist area, and that's another thing. Sometimes our local businesses do not look at the tourism aspect, which is major. Tourism is a major industry, and you and we don't. A lot of local businesses don't think about reaching out to the tourists. Right. But these type of you know location-based apps are a great way that you can reach out to tourists or people who may not necessarily frequent the area so they wouldn't know that a store or this type of store is even around because they don't know the area. Right. So that's what's really great about the um, location-based marketing, and that's probably the biggest value that, you know, the Internet brings to a local business. We're we're quickly coming up on the uh, 8 o'clock hour. So, Ladon, if you can tell our listeners again uh, about the summit, the date, the location, and how to go online and get tickets, as well as about your academy and how they can support or participate in what you're doing locally as well. Okay. Um, Again, for the Social Media Live Summit, if you would go to www.socialmedialive.com, summit.com and register, enter your name, your email, your phone number. After you register, you will receive the link which you need to um, log on so that you can view the event. And the event is from 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. on Saturday, October 26th. And if you're in the local Richmond area, you can come by in person and it is located at 21 Buford Road in Richmond, Virginia. And if you're in the Richmond area, you know that's the south side um, area of Chesterfield here in Richmond. So um, please do that. We would love to see you. We would love to have you participate, and I can assure you that you will receive great value. You will receive strategies that you can implement right away. You can network. It will be a great time um, of sharing, of learning, of, you know, growing your business, um, connecting. Like Jackie said before, business is about building relationships. So um, you're able to do all of that on Saturday. Um, this coming Saturday, October 26th, and, of course, um, Jackie, you both and Jim will be presenting. So definitely support them and the Urban Tech Fair because it's just absolutely amazing. And I would love for everybody to be able to come in and support you all as well. So, you know, that way we all win. We all win. And I am at the Building Bridges Academy. I'm in the same building Um, where the event is going to be held, which is also at 21 Buford Road in Richmond, Virginia, and the phone number is 804-461-6799. We do offer um, 
reading, finance, and technology. We offer no-cost junior financial classes for your children, so please bring your questions, mom and dad, or whomever the caretaker is of your children, and come see what they learn. Come participate, because as your child learns, you learn. So that's all the information I have to share for tonight. And on behalf of Rita Moore and all of the others who have really worked so hard to bring this to fruition, we really, really thank you, and we consider it a huge opportunity, and we are grateful to be able to share. Well, as I said in the beginning of this show, we are because of you. The Urban Tech Fair is about showcasing community grassroots organizations and volunteers such as yourself and Rita Moore and what the wonderful work that people are doing in the community all across this country that's being totally unrecognized and underutilized. There are so many resources available, not only online, but in your own backyard. And that's what the Urban Tech Fair is about, discovering Silicon Valley, everything you need to succeed in a dot-com world that exists around you. All right. Thank you so much, Jim. Now, before we close, I just need to give a shout-out to our own Cynthia Frazier. Hi, Cynthia. She says she missed us. We missed you. She's back in the chat room. She's been listening. I bet that world traveler, she was posting about <laughs> being in London someplace. Uh, you know Cynthia's going to get around, and she also has a program. If people support Girls Got Geek, Dot com. Just go to girlsgotgeek.com and support Cynthia's program. And um, she also reminded us that um, Eric Hamilton received an award from the UN last week. Huh? Yes, I've seen that. Yes, so we want to give him a shout out and a congratulations. And um, thank you so much, LaDonna, for being here on the Digital Drummer and for inviting us to the Social Media Summit. You know, to our audience, please join us at the Social Media Summit on October 26th. It's 9 a.m. through 4 p.m. And to register so you may get the link so you can watch the live stream, just go to www.socialmedialivesummit.com. Again, that's socialmedialivesummit.com. Just go there, register for free, and you'll get the link. The event is also posted on Facebook. If you can search for it and connect an event and actually network with other people. And when you go there, you'll see all the great speakers um, from all around that will be part of the summit. So, um, LaDonna... Uh, we're going to close out with you. Oh, I just want to make a note. The show began with Polymath by one of our own people, Anthony Stewart, and you can check out Polymath on his debut um, album, Visual Music, and you can find it over at Bandcamp. This visualmusic.bandcamp.com, and the track was, is called Polymath. And we're going to close out with our other featured track called Power by Hezekiah. And you can also find that over at bandcamp.3crates.com. 
But before we close out, we're going to just close out with you, Donna, with our um, question. You had 30 seconds, and the whole world listening, what would you like to share? I would like to share that each one of us, we have a share, not for ourselves, but one for another. I need your share. You need mine. Let's come to the table. Let's make it work. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.